At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Covering the live betting angles for every game, this is VSIN Live Bet Tonight with Femi Abebefe and Wes Reynolds on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome back. This is our number three of VSIN Live Bet Tonight, coming to you from the VSIN studios here at the Circa Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas. Femi Abebefe alongside Wes Reynolds. Two hours down, one to go. Still have the Reynolds wrap coming up later on this hour. You'll want to stick around for that. That is Wes's in-game betting strategies for the conference championship games in college football starting up on Friday with the Pac-12, then also the Saturday slate, which is going to be all sorts of fun. But right now in college basketball, Wes, uh, we have a game at halftime between a couple of Pac-12 teams, USC and California. Here, uh, the Trojans lead at 27-22. And I'm looking at the second half markets, USC, four and a half point favorites, total at 66. Anything for you here between the Uh, two Pac-12 foes? Not really for me here, because uh, I mentioned this last night when Louisville took it on the chin again to uh, Maryland, that there are two teams in the Power Five. It had never happened that Power Five school or Power Six schools, I should say, started 0-7. Mm-hmm. Cal is 0-7 so far this year. Uh, they have not won a game. They've lost at home to UC Davis, lost at UC San Diego, lost at home to Southern, lost at home to Texas State. Just uh, a real dearth of talent on this team for 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 Mark Fox. Uh, you know, just uh, not getting it going out there at Cal, but. USC, you know, they can kind of have these performances because this is not a team that has a real true point guard. They're they're running basically Drew Peterson as like a point forward, their 6'9 senior. Uh, 
And, you know, this team's got some talent. Boogie Ellis is obviously a good player, but Boogie Ellis not a true point guard. You know, he's a guy that, you know, is basically trying to create his offense. This team did lose two or three down there in Atlanta. Of course, they opened the season uh, with the loss at home to Florida Gulf Coast, who's uh, actually an improved team under former Penn State head coach Pat Chambers. And then won four in a row, won their first game against BYU, lost that game in OT to Tennessee, and then a close five-point loss to Wisconsin. So, I wasn't wont to lay it with USC. I actually did kind of lean Cal. Like when I go through these games and I go through the numbers in the morning and then into the afternoon, w- was just looking at this, but it's like Cal is just one of those teams, man. Maybe I can't bet right now because of this team, they're becoming like Louisville, like, you know, <laughs> where it's like you cannot, you it's cannot atrocious. bet this team. <laughs> yeah, you, you can't. They can't make the numbers high enough. And I was like, well, I'm not getting double digits necessarily with Cal. Uh, mm-hmm. That I might be interested in because I, I think this uh, I think this closed nine and a half, but double did you know over over ten I'd have been interested, but nothing for me. Well, right now in the game of the night in the ACC Big Ten Challenge, Indiana leads North Carolina fifty nine forty seven. Less than eight minutes to play. Hoosiers eleven and a half point favorites. Total one thirty five and a half. Uh, these two teams, I feel like they're kind of been trading buckets. Yeah, here at yeah, point, which is obviously which is... very, very good for Indiana. Trace tries to draw the uh, the flop there on the charge. Uh, going to get an over the back foul, so we are going to have Baycott, I believe, at the line. Seven forty three left to go. Uh, it is uh, Trace Jackson Davis seventeen and seven. Uh, Jalen Huchavino at fourteen. So yeah, trading the buckets not exactly good for North Carolina. Uh, three fouls so far on the heels, five on Indiana for the second half. So, look, Indiana doesn't want to make them live at the line. Carolina, the only the only reason this isn't a blowout is because they've been getting to the foul line. 13 of 19, Indiana only four of eight. But, uh, you know, Indiana shooting 51% from the floor, North Carolina shooting 31%. That's your story, basically, here with a 12-point lead. But, uh, you know, Indiana, Indiana trying to hang on, you know, got to finish. Uh, still eight minutes left to go in Bloomington and uh, Baycott's going to be heading the line when we come back from the break. So uh, looking at the uh, live number right now, yeah, we have 11 and a half, 11 and a half, 134 and a half for uh, the uh, total on that side. And then another uh, big 10 ACC challenge game. This one, all ACC Notre Dame, 63 to 45, 426 left to go. Irish minus 16 and a half, 124 and a half on the total. I have under 140. So as long as it stays like this, we're not getting a foul fest, and that should be safe. Not to get totally off track here, but <laughs> is there a better goatee in sports than Mike Woodson? <laughs> oh, my! my he, you know, he he does. He, he kind of looks like when he when I'm looking he at him, thing tight we, we, and clean. It's a it's a thing in at IU on on the Twitter machine, uh, and he yeah he just said that he gets that look on his face. Have you seen the like the old uh, the gif yeah whatever, when yeah. he was with the when he did the. Yeah. <laughs> his, his, his eyes and he did uh say are you blanking kidding me uh to that referee uh you know but when woody comes out it is kind of a meme you know it's like i'm your man steve harvey his, he is kind of a steve harvey look-alike his his I'm with the you, shaved the, head the, the the goatee is impeccable yeah they're, they're from mike woods no no man woody woody uh you it's, know woody looks sharp man i mean he's not a guy He's not wearing these like jumpsuits and these track no. suits for games. He's in a nice suit. They're going to be coming out here in a couple of weeks. What I did laugh about though was that they have this game right right in Vegas for the MGM Grand against Arizona. Mm-hmm. He's also got a golf outing out here. Of course, Woody got to get his golf in. Got to get, get eighteen in. That's man. been a little bit of a topic of of discussion though, because I think Woody kind of you know coming from the NBA. 
the assistants kind of have to tell him, okay, man, you can't have a fishing trip or a golf trip every weekend in the summer. You got to be on the road, brother. <laughs> be crouton, you got to be on the road and, and, you know, seeing these kids, man, it isn't just, okay, we get them on the visit and I'm the closer. No, you, you've <laughs> got to always, always recruit these guys. Yeah, all so. these AAU tournaments they got going on out yeah. there. You got to be out there recruiting. So yeah, the pavement. So as I'm looking for this, I am looking for this, uh, you know, if they have a gif of that Mike Woodson reaction uh, coming back, I would certainly uh, like to have that. <laughs> um, in the association, we're about through a quarter in the Lakers-Blazers game out in Los Angeles, tied at 22. Lakers right now laying six and a half at last posting. They just took it off the board. So yeah, the uh, very, very low scoring first right. quarter, 22 apiece uh, so far. Blazers 33% from the floor, Lakers 34.8%. So, uh, you know, this did get bet down a little bit, 226 to uh, 224. So uh, low scoring first quarter. I didn't know what to do at the side. I do have that uh, that Winslow prop uh, pending mm-hmm. on the assist. So uh, I'll be monitoring that. Uh, just, then, just, just, just one assist in the first half. So he's got to get to four. Yeah, let me see, let me. He said one assist right now in the first quarter. Oh, yeah, yes. one, okay, so we're still early on in that game. So yes. 24-22, It looks like. The Lakers are leading that game, but also the Clippers, the other team out there in Los Angeles, although the Lakers might be the other team right now with the Clippers actually being good and Lakers being what they are. uh, They trail the Utah Jazz 105-95 early in the fourth quarter. Utah laying eight and a half total, 241 and a half out there in Salt Lake City. Yeah, so, uh, you know, Clippers uh, trying to hang in again. Uh, They were a a big underdog to a team that – you know, the Jazz, I mentioned they've lost six in a row, so they're kind of coming back to earth from that hot start. But Clippers, man, you just – I mean, is this going to be like a flip-the-switch thing? Because they can defend. They're one of the better defensive teams in the league. And be 13-9, I think, with pretty much not having Kawhi almost all year, Paul George being out some games, John Wall's missed time. You know, you, you kind of playing with fire a little bit, you know, mm-hmm. a little, with that, with guys not playing as much. But – uh you know, they've got the confidence that they're going to do it. So uh, that is uh, that is the closest game besides that Portland-Lakers game that we have on the board right now in the NBA. we got a lot of blowouts Yeah. Uh, in the late night in the association. 117-94, to 94, Denver over Houston three minutes ago. Phoenix 117-97 to 97 over the Bulls six minutes ago. Still second quarter out in mm-hmm. uh, Sacto. Uh, the uh, 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 game between the uh, the trade participants there, uh, yeah. and so far the guys that went to Sacto from Indiana are winning fifty seven to forty five, one fifty five left to go in the first half, and uh, just looking for the uh, line here. Actually, I've I've been focused so much yeah, on I'm this seeing, college. Okay, I'm here we go. Ten and a half to thirty five and a half. Yeah. Anything for you there? Or just no, no, not not yet. Yeah. I might wait for the see, half yeah, and see. The see. Half maybe maybe. maybe go second half over because we know that these two teams can get up and down in pace and, and, and not the better defensive teams either is a, uh, we do see uh, North Carolina. They have cut this to eight chipping away. This is yeah, the, like I said, this game is not over. You gotta, gotta make smart plays and, and, and not send them to the foul line as Armando Baycott, I believe just got, who has not had a great game tonight. And obviously is not a hundred percent double, double uh, 53 on his career. So, uh, He's starting to show up and, and you know, gets to the line and always beast on the glass because you will get second-chance opportunities. But Indiana, Indiana, Indiana looking a little that? discombobulated on offense and then a reach. Uh, boy, boy, that that's the thing that frustrates you is when a guy takes kind of a questionable shot and then he reaches. Compounds the air. And, by the way, North Carolina is in the bonus here. So, uh, 
Yeah, this is getting, uh, this is getting uh, a little bit dicey for the Hoosiers here down the stretch. Uh, you know, kind of just letting this team hang around. And, you know, this team still has talent. I know this team's struggling, and they look like they're in complete disarray. But this team has talent, and they've been in big-time games. Actually, probably more oh, yeah. big-time games than this in Indiana, Indiana bunch yeah. has been in. So, you know, you can't just send these guys to line for free points when these guys have not been making shots all night because – Eventually, you got to think, okay, they're going to get a couple to roll in. They're going to get a couple shots, so you don't want to give them free points necessarily, and that's what Indiana has been doing. This Carolina team shooting thirty less than 33% from the floor, by the way. <laughs> they're down and they're seven. only down seven with six and a half to go. Now, they've if also I'm, shot 23 free yes, throws. Though, yes, well. but, but if I'm Uber Davis, I was like, you know what, fellas, we can still win this game. Yeah. We can absolutely still win this game because, you know, this is where uh, you know I call it uh, I call it butthole pucker in time <laughs> when you get late in a game like this and can the Hoosiers you know can they keep the not composure? not be so tightened up a little bit so I think this is a good test though for Indiana going forward to be like okay you know we haven't played our best we've been the better team but we've still got to find a way to finish games and uh, Trace Jackson Davis uh -oh. no good on that hook so. Uh, Carolina can make this a two-possession game with six minutes to go. Yeah, and it was it was last year with this Indiana team that we started to see some of those droughts offensively there, but they go ahead and get a nice little turnover transition bucket. And uh, offense and defense into offense is how they can go ahead and keep this uh, a decent-sized lead. But I thought the point that you brought up with North Carolina having the big game experience. I mean, mm -hmm. Last year, every game in the tournament for them was an adventure damn near, other than yes. the first round and then the Elite Eight. <laughs> the second round, the Sweet 16, the Final Four, the national title game, all those were close games. Here they find themselves in another close game against a pretty formidable opponent in the Indiana Hoosiers. All right, we'll take a quick break. We'll have more VEASAN Live Bet tonight on the other side. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one -on -one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all. 
But I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is VSIM Live Bet Tonight with Femi Abebefe and Wes Reynolds, live from the Circus Sportsbook on VSIN, the sports betting network. The VEASAN Cyber Monday deal has been extended. How about that? Everybody loves an extension, don't they? Sign up today to become a VEASAN Pro subscriber, and you will get a daily recap of the top plays made by VEASAN show hosts and guests. Tools like our betting splits that let you see where the money and bets are moving every game. Deep dive daily betting reports, plus our upcoming College Bowl and Super Bowl betting guides. New VEASAN Pro annual subscribers will get a $30 credit to the VEASAN store. Listen up. The VEASAN store is a great place to shop for VEASAN sports betting hats, shirts, mugs, and other great gear. Think about that, folks. Hurry, this is an extended Cyber Monday offer, and it's not going to last long, so sign up now for the perfect sports betting holiday gift at vcin.com slash subscribe. Welcome back. This is vcin Live Bet tonight. He's Wes Reynolds. I'm Femi Abebefe. We're hanging out here at the vcin Studios at the Circa Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas. Fun night here on the show. Fun night in the sports book, a lot mm-hmm. going on. We got the college basketball games. We have the NBA, the hockey's going on as well. But uh, the game that we've been keeping our eyes on is in Bloomington, Indiana. Hoosiers, Tar Heels going on right now. And uh, I believe are we at the under four timeout. It looks like uh, no under under eight timeout. I think. Six, yeah, six, no, no, left? no under four timeout. Oh, okay. They are at the under. Uh, the, yeah, yeah. yeah it must, it must not have refreshed. Okay. Yeah, this is the under say, four like, timeout. Yeah, th- th- so. 341 left to go here. Yeah, the DraftKings, mm-hmm. I think, hasn't refreshed quite uh, quite mm-hmm. yet. But uh, Hoosiers leading at 65 to 54. Uh, Tar Heels got all the way down as, what, six and a half point yeah. dogs. But uh, now it's gone back up here with uh, Indiana kind of responding to North Carolina's run there. Starting to see, uh, uh, I think, uh, Indiana pull away a little bit. Carolina trying uh, to obviously, obviously stay with it here is uh, – yeah, the scoreboards have, have kind of died here. By the way, Notre Dame did finish off Michigan State. Uh, Notre Dame easy uh, cover and then easy under. So add one to the kitty for us tonight. Uh, and also Nebraska 88-67 to over Boston College. The Cornhuskers absolutely pull away there we go. from BC. So uh, Nebraska ball. Yes, Nebraska ball. Yes, that is a thing. Uh, they're now 5-3. Uh, and three. Uh, Fred Hoiberg trying to get the Cornhuskers out of the cellar with a lot of new guys. Uh, USC uh, struggling a little bit with Cal, 35 to 29, uh, about 16 minutes left to go up there at the Haas Pavilion in Berkeley. And, uh, we, you know, we talked about this Cal team, 0-7 so far, and uh, nobody has ever done that. Uh, them and Louisville, I believe. <laughs> I, we saw that from the ESPN Stats and Info, I think, last night. None of these teams in a power conference have ever started as an 0-7 because usually you got a cream puff kind of mixed in there a little bit. So uh, uh, USC currently on the live line, minus 9.5, 118.5. And then a couple other late games. Uh, New Mexico up in uh, the McKeon Pavilion at Moraga. They are up on St. Mary's 36-31. Lobos were about a 
nine and a half, 10 point underdog at the close. So uh, now 36 to 31, uh, St. Mary's minus one and a half, 124 and a half your total. Uh, I'm looking at some of the scores from the association here and the Clippers jazz game. Jordan Clarkson, man, he's had a night uh, looking at the box score right now. The former six man of the year, 32 points, 10 of 18 shooting, five of nine from three point range, five assists, four rebounds. Uh, it's been quite the evening for Jordan Clarkson as the Jazz right now have a 115-100 lead against the L.A. Clippers. Here. Yeah, yes, and the, uh, the Clippers, uh, of course, had that great comeback uh, last night in Portland. And usually when a team does like that, I'll tell you one, one angle. You don't want to necessarily play it blindly. Mm-hmm. It didn't actually get there tonight. Uh, but when a team, you know, makes a comeback the night before and then they're on a back-to-back, They've got that energy carry over. That might be so. You look for them in the first quarter the next night when they get a fourth quarter comeback. And at the same time, if a team blows a fourth quarter lead and they got to play on a back to back, maybe they're a little bit hung over and, and, and slow and start yeah. slowly. So those are angles I like to play when you get into like the NBA derivative markets. I think that's a great way to look at that there. It's kind of like that, just like that jolt of adrenaline. Mm-hmm. And now it eventually wears off. Yeah, but, but for 12 there. minutes, for, 12 for a minutes. quarter, it can absolutely, um, you know, pay off. You know, like I always talk about in the college uh, basketball conference tournaments, when you get a team that played a day before versus the quote-unquote rested team that mm-hmm. got the bye, the team that's on the bye more often than not, you got to handicap every single matchup and every single game individually, don't just play it blindly, but more often than not, it's a little bit flat. And the team that's already had to face elimination, they've still got some adrenaline, and they're like, oh, yeah. hey, we've been through this. The pressure's on them now. Especially if it's an early morning game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it always seems to be those early morning games. You get the team that had the bye week oh, yeah. or whatever, and it's like, oh, 11 How often do you tip. see that that eight versus one game on a oh, Friday, that yeah. team that played the eight, nine game, oh, that yeah. team that played the eight, nine they game got the energy early, yes. <laughs> yeah, the eight, nine game is usually a war, and then here comes the one seed. The one seed's like, oh, damn, like we're – we're only up by two at halftime or mm-hmm. something like that. But then they usually this, extend the lead and, and cover in the second half. This but. one hasn't been quite a war, but it has been a grind here. And North Carolina still hanging in. Uh, 65 to 57, 315 left to go. Hoosiers minus eight and a half. I don't have a total uh, yeah, no for, total for right you now. here. Uh, Going to probably need a foul fest here at the end and need North Carolina to stay close if you bet the over on this game. So stoppage and play on the floor. 310 left to go in Assembly Hall as they are showing a uh, Eric Church wearing uh, oh. North Carolina gear. Come is he a on. Carolina guy? I guess he is. Apparently, I, I don't know. Uh, I don't know where he's from, uh, but uh, he's he's not he's not in Hoosier country. Uh, he's not, or he's in Hoosier country, and he yeah. needs to. Uh, Let's look this up. Know here. where his location is. It, it, he, he was born in Granite Falls, North Carolina. Okay, so he's a local guy. So, yeah, it looks like he's a local kind of guy here. Uh, also, didn't know that his first name is actually Kenneth. Yes. <laughs> he's Kenneth Eric Church. Um, but, yeah, he's – I mean, but obviously all those guys kind of go to Nashville and stuff. Um, but before he moved to Nashville, according to the Wikipedia, graduated from South Caldwell High School mm-hmm. and then App State, mm-hmm. where he got a degree in marketing. So he's a North Carolina guy. I he guess. is. Uh, as Baycott goes ahead and deposits well, that hopefully, one. Well, uh, hopefully he uh, leaves Assembly Hall on the losing end of this uh, if you're an Indiana fan, which I am, even though I didn't bet him tonight. 67 to 59, 230 left to go in what used to be the Hall of Calls, but it is not the Hall of Calls tonight. It's been going North Carolina's way. They have the foul and the the foul shot discrepancy. So uh, see if uh, Trace Jackson Davis can rectify that. This is a go-to move right there on that left hand. Trace Jackson Davis makes it a 10-point game 
with a little over two minutes to go here, it looks like the Hoosiers should be able to close this thing out. Now, North Carolina, last year we saw in the tournament, they could just make those crazy shots. R.J. Davis, Caleb Love, you know, what were people saying? They were saying, what's love got to do with it? Yeah. Uh, all you need is love and all like, all the mm-hmm. puns for Caleb I, Love. I, I, I knew you had them all covered. <laughs> he had them all covered, man. But he was a phenomenal. The UCLA game always comes to mind about Caleb Love and what he was able to do. Those guys were just hitting so many big shots. Mm-hmm. So not quite over. And Carolina continues to go to the free throw line as well. So they're scoring points with the clock being stopped. Now, they can't really get stops. This has been the problem for them here in the second half. These teams have been kind of trading baskets. But if Carolina can maybe get a couple stops in a row, maybe this then gets to a six-point game mm-hmm. or a five-point game, and then it really becomes a battle of the free Yeah, because and, – and look, Carolina at the foul line here, just down nine, trying to convert a pair Pete Nance does. This is where you're going to have to see Carolina, you know, see if they start to pick up full court here, which is exactly what they are going to do. Uh, Indiana senior guard with uh, Xavier Johnson. And uh, he looked like he was going to go to the bucket, but he made the smart senior play. Xavier Johnson last year would have went and taken that to the basket and probably missed a layup and would have made (laughs) me curse his ass out. And then, uh, yeah, there's Hood Shafina there goes up. With yeah. The, thought he was See, fouled, t- time and score. Time and score, guys. Is uh, Carolina going to miss that jump or Indiana dodges a bullet here? But this this is those sit, that situational basketball mm-hmm. that's so important that, that's going to tell you a lot about a team here is like, you know, you got to just, as Xavier that's Johnson foul. was fouled, about three times. I think they called it the third time. So <laughs> yeah. uh, he will go to the line. Uh, I be- Actually, he will not because UNC not in the penalty yet. Is it advantageous to back some of these veteran teams early on in the non-conference? Yeah, I think so. Because I think that's something that – because as these teams are trying to figure themselves out, we mentioned Duke. Now they won and covered tonight against Ohio State. But some of these teams are a little bit younger, trying to just figure out who their core guys are, just trying to figure out themselves after going through training camp. But a team like Indiana, who's been through it with their team that's currently their core guys are still intact from last year, North Carolina obviously making the run all the way to the national title game, all their core guys intact. It feels like these are the teams that you want to back. But then on the North Carolina side, though, they've also been losing games. So yeah. it's like almost like I'm talking you know, out of both sides. Yeah, of my well, mouth. <laughs> yeah, every team, is, every team is obviously its own unique organism here. And I think, you know, with North Carolina – Maybe they brought into the press clippings a little bit, you know, like, yeah. hey, we're going to be a Final Four team. and Reading the mentions. Know, yeah, and it's not like this team was ranked in the top five all year. Remember, like we talked about, we mentioned it earlier, they were an eight seed, mm-hmm. and they just got on a run, and they played a 15 seed to get to the Final Four in St. Peter's, who was obviously out-talented and out of gas after their incredible run. So you got to take that into context a little bit here. Meanwhile, Indiana was a team that struggled to make the NCAA tournament. They were on the bubble probably a week and a half out, then win a couple games, win two games in Indianapolis in the Big Ten tournament, which they rarely do. And they were like the last team in, or one of the last teams in, having to play that game in Dayton, of course. Yeah, no. It's it's the veteran teams early on in the season, the ones that I think that you want to be backing. Because uh, once we get to February, March, then the others start to kind of pick up things and they get to where they're going to be fully formed as we get into the tournament. But right now, the Hoosiers lead it by eight with less than 90 seconds to go out there at Assembly Hall. But don't go away. Reynolds wrap on the other side here on VSIN Live Bet tonight. This is VSIN Live Bet tonight with Femi Abebefe and Wes Reynolds live from the Circus Sportsbook on VSIN, the sports betting network. 
Calling all soccer fans to lace up your boots with Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook. With the World Cup in full swing, now is the perfect time to check out Bet Rivers. Log in to Bet Rivers every single match day and get a free $10 bet when you place a wager of at least $25. Bet Rivers has all the latest odds, lines, and boosts to create the perfect match day experience. Head to betrivers.com or download the Bet Rivers app today to get in on all the action. It's a whole new game. Welcome back. This is VSIN Live Bet Tonight. Femi Abebefe alongside Wes Reynolds. We're hanging out at the Circa Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas. Uh, Wes, the Hoosiers trying yeah. to close this baby out there at Assembly if Hall. You, if you have the over and or the under for that matter on the total, here comes your foul fest late. 52.8 left to go. Indiana is going to drain a pair here, get it to 136. So uh, I think the opener on this was 143 and a half. Closed as high as 146. Uh, I ended up not betting it, even though I leaned to the over here. So uh, this is going to be a, a foul fest time as uh, Indiana trying to pick up their second good non-conference win. Of course, one at Xavier a couple weeks ago on a Friday night. But uh, now, now, now it's go time uh, for Indiana, who uh, now is in the top ten for the first time since 2016, 2017. <laughs> that is a that is a brick. And uh, that is going to be a foul on North Carolina. Yeah. This is this is about a wrap in Bloomington. Looking like a done deal. Yeah, out this, there. Is, this is about time uh, for uh, those uh, young, fine, upstanding young men and women in the stands at the whiteout here for Assembly Hall to uh, head to Kirkwood tonight. They they were waving at North Carolina. Maybe they're singing. Yeah, the they're little, telling uh, them to start the yeah. bus. Uh, apparently, na, and uh, na, na. yes. Na, 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 na. Yeah, start the bus, uh, head on home. Been a, been a long travel for North Carolina because, of course, they were out in uh, in uh, Portland for the uh, PK-80, uh, the Phil Knight uh, tournament that they run out there. So, uh, look, this is still going to be a good win for Indiana. I know Very North much. Carolina is, you know, kind of struggling right now, but I think they got enough talent that they're going to get right. I never thought that they were the number one team in the country. I thought they were a pretty Not good a team chance. with some experience. But <laughs> yeah. This team, this team doesn't shoot the ball well enough, and they don't defend well enough. And they've actually defended okay tonight, and they still find themselves giving up 75 points as uh, Caleb or R.J. Davis going to go ahead and lay that in uh, 75, 65. So here's your fouling. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think <laughs> it's one ten mo- point game with yeah, 30 seconds. I think left. one more foul here, and if Carolina doesn't make, that's probably you know okay, call off the dogs yeah, because uh, like, you can on, see. Uh, yeah, Hubert's subbing some guys to give fouls, obviously, because he doesn't want his main guys to give fouls. But I think that uh, th- this probably, I'm guessing, if Carolina does not make on the other end, no matter what happens with these foul shots, Carolina, I think, yeah. is going to start to wave off the dogs and be like, let's just get home and put this horrible road experience behind us. I mean, they should do that now if they were, Yeah, you know. yeah, they yeah, they really should. Look, uh so what are we that, that's for? that's the thing with the college basketball better, man. They, they foul forever in the NBA. If they're not within 6, oh, so, yeah, see see you tomorrow. See you down night. the road, man. Good game, guys. <laughs> yeah, Good right. job. The yeah. NBA, they don't foul unless it's like the playoffs. Yeah. I mean, so, uh Indiana like is... trying to get one more stop over backers going to need Carolina to go ahead and hit that 3. That is not going to happen as uh, Trey Galloway fouled going for the loose ball. So still a possibility here. 141, uh, 19.4 seconds left to go. And it closed at 145 and a half? Or? Yeah, 146 was the high. 145 and a half, I believe. The consensus oh opener that God. I saw was 143 and a half. So this thing can really just the parade might get yeah. this thing over. Yeah, huh? this did go over for the second half. Over was a 75 and a half. Indiana going to cover that. 
and this is also going to go over as uh, Trey Galloway going to hit the first one. Uh, Armando Baycott, uh, you know, g- gave it his best effort, but obviously not 100%, nor was Trace Jackson Davis for that matter. But in the battle of uh, the uh, preseason player of the year candidates advantage, TJD is Galloway goes ahead so and we're sitting on 142 yes and caleb love for three in and out and trace jackson davis gets the yep. rebound and, looks like and hubert no davis foul. is going to shake mike woodson's Ooh, hand this is over man. this is not over the game is over the total is not over the game is under so uh mike woodson and uh, hubert davis uh both former knicks will uh exchange pleasantries mm-hmm. there and uh 77 to 65 indiana gets the dub over north carolina hoosiers stay undefeated a little bit sweaty there for the folks on the under. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you handicapped the hell out of the game. And yeah. <laughs> even then, you still had to sweat, but that's betting. <laughs> yes. So, uh, congratulations to your Hoosiers as they remain unbeaten. 7 nothing. there. We'll get, we'll get the fight song, maybe? Maybe. We might. We might, we might get a bar. <laughs> Indiana or Indiana. Indiana, we're all for you. We will fight for the cream and crimson. And the glory of old IU. IU. As I knock over the microphone. Hey, you know what? We loved it. The guys in the back, they all loved it. I see smiles behind the glass. They did not love it. They're probably like, who is this? They're giving you a round of Jackass. (laughs) Maybe they said that as well, but they're giving you a round of I'm sure they said that. (laughs) I I loved it. I'm sure our viewers. And our listeners loved it as well. So go Hoosiers there. They get the job done. I was trying to sing it like the old guy that used to sing the the anthem at the IU games when I was a little kid. And my parents would take me down there. And they had this this old guy with this real deep voice, man. This just <laughs> big bass voice. I think he was in the music the music school down mm-hmm. there. Uh, the Jacobs School of Music. One of the best ones in the country, by the way. And uh, so I was trying to do it like him. But I did not do his uh, vocal <laughs> stylings justice. You did a hell of a job, though. We, I, I, I tried. We, we enjoyed it, at least. I tried. Um, we got about four and a half minutes up in this segment here. We promised the Reynolds wrap, and we're getting it right now. Uh, typically, we do this segment, for those of you who are tuning in for the first time or maybe tuning in during the week, don't catch us on Fridays. Uh, we usually do this segment on Fridays to end the show as Wes gives us his in-game betting strategies for the following day, that Saturday slate in college football. But because tomorrow we have Thursday Night Football, Bills, Patriots, a lot of fun. Can't wait for that game. And also, Friday night, a lot of our show is going to be consumed by the Pac-12 title mm-hmm. game between Utah and USC. So I wanted to make sure we got enough time to get in the rental draft and let the folks know about what they should be looking for with each of these Power 5 conference championship games. And let's start with the Pac-12 down the road here at Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas. Utah taking on USC, a rematch of the game we saw in Salt Lake City. That was a thriller. That's all the Utes win that game by one. Well, now USC with a chance to go to the playoff on the line. Three-point favorites, total 68. What are you, you know, looking for in-game in this This game? is interesting because, uh, obviously, this is a rematch. And, uh, you know, Utah, you know, got the better of USC. They were in the more physical team, uh, got that win 43-42. to 42. Uh, They did not cover. That's one of those uh, favorite money lines I like to play and had to uh, sweat that out. My, the numbers kind of say to me that Utah is the play here because I think that they played a slightly tougher schedule. I think they're certainly the more physical team. Uh, but, uh, you know, can Cam Rising do what he did in the first game where he threw for 415 and uh, ran for 60 and three touchdowns? Most passing yards by Utah QB, by the way, since uh, 2005. So can he do that again against a relatively permissible USC defense? But one thing I saw out of USC that I have not seen all year 
they out tough somebody and they out tough Notre Dame and Notre Dame mm -hmm. is, is, is not an easy team to out tough. I know the skill position, you know, not quite there yet. Uh, you know, they're playing basically the number two quarterback, obviously, but they won the line of scrimmage. And they actually beat Utah in the rushing battle earlier this year, 175 to uh, 138. We, you know, we know Caleb Williams, 25 to one, uh, you know, or minus 2,500, I should say, mm -hmm. uh, to uh, win the Heisman. Uh, you can go still ahead and bet that if you'd like uh, the free bingo square. I'm not going <laughs> to take that chance. Yeah, but, I, I wouldn't. Yeah, because he's but, a disaster game away from them talking about somebody else. But here's the here's the one knock on Utah a little bit. They haven't beaten anybody good away from home. Now, this is going to be a neutral side, not a true road game here at the Allegiant Stadium right here in Las Vegas. But I think with Utah, I want to see early on if USC can meet that physicality. Because they met it last week against Notre Dame. Mm -hmm. If you can do that against Utah, because USC obviously has, you know, figuratively more to play for a playoff, but Utah still got a Rose Bowl to play for. They win this, they go to the Rose Bowl. You know, you, you would think as the conference champion, uh, obviously, if they lose, then probably UW is going to the Rose Bowl. So I know where your loyalty lies on that. <laughs> but uh, total's been bet up, too. Uh, this was 65 and a half, and now you're seeing 67 and a half, 68 and a half. And I understand why, 85 points, and we know how explosive USC is. Uh, this might be one where you might want to wait to bet that total. I could see this starting slow. I could see this absolutely, you know, somebody settles for three, somebody punts on the first possession, then all of a sudden, nervy. yeah, then all of a sudden you're like four minutes left to go in the first quarter and it's three to nothing. And all of a sudden you got an over 68 or an over 68 and a half. You're like, oh my God, where maybe you can get in at like over 61 and a half or something like mm -hmm. that, or potentially even, you know, right at 60 or right just below that. So I wouldn't be betting the over here right now. I think the move has already been made. So if you're going to bet a preflop total, bet the under. And if you like the over, maybe wait for an in-game opportunity because I think it might come because I do think these two teams could be very nervous early. And it's funny that you bring up the Utah portion of this, saying that they're playing for a Rose Bowl. It was just back in 2019 when Utah was in this very position that USC was in, needing a win in the Pac-12 title game to get to the playoff. And then it was Justin Herbert and Oregon that spoiled that party, and then Oregon went to the Rose Bowl, and Utah had their playoff dreams crushed. They didn't have to get to play the role of spoiler here against SC. I think it makes for a fascinating dynamic. Kyle Whittingham has already said some things about, hey, everyone's already punched yeah. USC. Yeah, I don't think he ain't saying that to his players in the locker room either. It'll be fun to see how that shakes out on Friday. We'll get to the other Power 5 title games as we wrap up the show here on the other side. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Thank you. 
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think you could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Make game day more chill with some extra cash. Play free during the college football season with the Coors Light College Football Pick'em. Join 15 free-to-play pools for your shot at $5,000 in weekly prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash Coors Light Pick'em now to join the action. Coors Light, perfect shot of refreshment. 21 plus only. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for the details. And always drink responsibly. Welcome back. This is the final segment of VSIN Live Bet tonight. Femi Abebefe alongside Wes Reynolds. Uh, coming up after us at the top of the hour, the Greg Peterson experience with our pal Greg Peterson as he wraps up the day in sports. But, uh, Wes, in the last segment, we started the Reynolds wrap, and let's go ahead and continue that discussion. You mentioned in the Pac-12 title game, Utah and USC, potentially look for an in-game over if we get off to a slow yeah. start with the nerves. Yeah, I, I'd be betting the under right now if I'm going to play it pre-flop. I don't know what I'm going to do with this yet. I kind of lean a little bit Utah. That's what my numbers say. But the situation, of course, says USC yeah. that they're going to go ahead and finish this off and uh, and get into the college football playoff in Lincoln Riley's first year. It's been a while for the Pac-12. Uh, and the market, Washington. look, I, I was cynical about this team. I thought they'd be talented, but I thought this was maybe like a 9-3 and three team Damn. in the first year. I thought maybe next year was going to be, or the year after that, when they finally recruit some defense out there and really get some more depth on that side of the ball. But offensively, they're as good as anybody. Yeah, they're definitely ahead of schedule out there in Los Angeles. Uh, the Big 12 title game will kick us off in the morning. Kansas State TCU over at Jerry World. The Horn Frogs undefeated 12-0, and laying 2.5 against the Wildcats. Total 61.5. Boy, uh, do, do, do we try to go against TCU again? Uh, <laughs> did not work last week. Worked with Baylor, but look. Yeah. This is a team, I mean, can they get there with the loss? I think, you know, Kansas State at least wouldn't be, uh, a, you know, a poor quality loss. I believe Kansas State is, what, 10th in the CFP standing. Yep. So, uh, you know, rematch from an earlier meeting, TCU ended up winning 38-28. They were three-and-a-half-point home favorites. Uh, 
had about a hundred yard edge. Kansas State, though, injuries to the quarterback. They had to use three different quarterbacks in the game. It has been Will Howard, the number two that's been starting. Uh, and look, TCU was plus two in turnovers, and Kansas State actually had a twenty-eight to ten lead in that game. So Kansas State has proven that they can get up on TCU. Uh, both these teams really good against the spread. Uh, Will Howard has been playing well. I think you might see two quarterbacks there, though you could see Adrian Martinez in terms of more of a run package that Chris Kleeman. So that's always something to keep in mind with this game. Uh, uh, Quentin Johnson, uh, their star receiver, the Horn Frogs, uh, missed last week. He is going to go this week. So, uh, you know, I thought that score was a little bit inflated. They were the better team than Iowa State last week, but... Iowa State made a lot of mistakes, had a lot of special teams, just a lot of mistakes, a lot of breakdowns. It's the TCU story, though. Yeah, TCU <laughs> gets – Every team that plays I mean, them. you know, do they make their breaks or do they get their breaks? It's probably a little bit of both yeah. when, when, when you look at it. But, uh, I mean, I, I would obviously, you know, even though it's not as key in college football, I would obviously like to have a three here with Kansas State if I'm going to get involved. But that shows you – that the market, whether you want to call it disrespect for TCU or I think respect for Kansas State, because I think we know what Chris Kleeman has done as a dog over the years. So I have not gotten involved in in this game yet. But look, I think if Kansas State gets up again like they did in the first meeting, maybe look for TCU live, mm-hmm. you know, getting a plus number. This could be a trade out deal where it's like, okay, you know, I want to maybe scalp a little bit where I want to take dog pre flop. And then when the favorite goes down, go ahead and take that dog on the money line. So that's how I could see this working here. But I haven't bet this game as of yet. I think this number is pretty dead on. And Matt Grill, the trading manager over at DraftKings, he joined us in the first hour. He talked about how they have kind of priced the make the playoff odds with the indication that TCU probably in regardless what happens mm-hmm. on Saturday, win or lose. So we'll see if that ends up being the case Sunday morning when the playoff is revealed. The SEC title game where it just means more, but doesn't mean a whole lot, to be quite honest, this year, because George is already in, but they're laying 17 and a half against LSU, total 51. Yeah, and 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 look, uh, I was talking about this with my buddy Jimmy Odd down there in Baton Rouge at ESPN Baton Rouge, and there is something to be said for that. Now, Jimmy could be a little bit homerish with his with his <laughs> LSU Bayou Bengals. Father played on a national championship team there back in the fifties, but now the pressure might be off LSU, where it's like, hey, we're still playing for an SEC championship, but we don't have to worry about the playoff or any of that stuff because they lose to Texas A and M. I had the Aggies in that game, and I just thought. You know, they've been so bad. They're going to lay it on the line here. They're going to use this as their bowl game, and they certainly did with LSU. So uh, I think the number probably is right. It looks big. It looks damn tempting to take LSU here. But we've seen Georgia's big favorites. They can get margin. They should have gotten more margin on Tennessee when, you know, they only won by 14, but that was like a 24-point game at least. Yeah, they took the foot off the gas. I mean, Georgia's defense is so good, and, and they can force turnovers. You know, Stetson Bennett, we've seen him be very good, but we've seen him several times this year be very ordinary. And that's all he really needs to be. Because, I mean, even losing the talent that they did on that defense last year, he just has to be okay and and not turn the ball over. Uh, uh, Now, Jaden Daniels, another reason why this is high, he was in a walking boot uh, earlier this week. Uh, You know, is the team's leading rusher. So, uh you look at the LSU offensive line, and that's what concerns me in terms of an individual position matchup in this game. They've given up 41 sacks this year. 
and you're going against a Georgia defense that doesn't allow you to run the ball. 80 yards a game, they give up. One of the best in the country. So, I mean, I, I, I think this is going to end up being a mismatch. Uh, you know, Georgia number one in yards per play and yards per game margin. So, I don't know if they're as good as last year's team, but they're still good enough to be the best team in the country, and I think that they are the best team in the country. So, I know that number looks tempting. I'm hopeful maybe Georgia gets down three nothing, and maybe I can lay around <laughs> two touchdowns. Yeah, because I would certainly want to do that. Uh, I think Georgia's the right side here. Uh, I totally agree with you. Let's squeeze in the ACC one. We'll save the Big Ten one for after that. But real quick on the ACC, Clemson, North Carolina, the Tigers, seven and a half point favorites, total sixty three. Yeah, this lost a lot of luster, obviously, of Clemson yeah. losing to South Carolina, and then North Carolina losing the week before. That really ended Clemson's playoff hopes because. It wasn't going to give them a quality win. North Carolina lost in double overtime, by the way, to North Carolina State. So that's two straight losses as favorites. Uh, you know, Drake May, he's been, you know, really, really good. But now it's kind of getting to the end of the season. And there's so much on this guy's shoulders that it's really hard. And and then you look at DJ Uyangalale, only 8 of 29 for 99 yards this week. I have no idea really who to back with the side. Clemson at anything seven or less would be where I'd be interested in. But I think this could be, with with no pressure now, these teams, I think, knowing that the playoff fate is pretty much sealed, this could be happy action fun time. Obviously, mm. check the weather in Charlotte, North Carolina, and see if there's any rain or any winds down there. It is December, after all. But I, I'm leaning to the over in this game. I just think that this could be high scoring. Uh, North Carolina, we know. You watched that game against Appalachian State earlier oh this year. Gosh. God, they couldn't stop a nosebleed. So Final I mean, three minutes took an hour, and, and I know Clemson's a pretty good defense, <laughs> but this could be like it takes so much more energy at this point in the season to play defense, and I think Clemson's going to be able to get DJU some confidence here, get the ball down the field. I think this is going to be a shootout. Couple minutes left. What is the in-game strategy in the Big Ten? Purdue catching seventeen against Michigan, uh, who presumably is in the playoff with a yeah, win or loss total. Fifty-two. Th this is a different matchup than last year. Remember when Michigan? It was the obvious letdown spot. Harbaugh and Michigan finally beat Ohio State after all these years, and that was supposed to be the letdown spot. And what did they do to Iowa? Beat them, I think, them. like forty-two to three. They trucked them. But <laughs> Iowa is basically like a similar team than Michigan, but they're just not better at Michigan and doing what Michigan does in terms of running the football stopping the run playing defense so you saw a big uh, big advantage there I think Purdue it's a little bit more interesting because Purdue can throw the football now we know Aiden O'Connell the quarterback obviously lost his brother mm -hmm. so he's missed some practice time this week but Purdue I think and I one of the reasons I took them at 17 they're always live for the back door because I think they're going to keep throwing the football uh uh, the past game, I know, has been a little bit slow the last four weeks, but that's because they've been playing outdoors in bad weather. This is in Lucas Oil Stadium in Indianapolis, climate-controlled environment. So I think O'Connell is going to be fine. Also, what's Michigan's motivation uh, for getting margin here? You're in. Yeah, you're you're right. in. You just got to win. Just got to do enough. And we know Harbaugh, Harbaugh kick. You know, he's not a guy that always goes for it on fourth and short. Mm -hmm. You know, that field goal kicker basically won him the game against uh, mm -hmm. Illinois. And also, do you play Blake Corum here, knowing that you're a big favorite? And it's like, hey, we got bigger fish to fry in this playoff here. So maybe we sit him out. And Donovan Edwards, by the way, filled the role last week, I think, very capably in Columbus. So Purdue, I would be looking live, especially if Michigan does get off to a good start. Maybe Michigan, you know, foot off the gas a little bit, 
Purdue's going to be throwing the entire game, so you might be able to even get a better number than the preflop, but I thought 17 was good enough. Yeah, 17 is pretty attractive there with an offense that is high-powered as Purdue. So that was it for the Reynolds wrap. That does it for our show here this evening. Coming up tomorrow, NFL Thursday Night Football, Bills, Patriots, and the AFC East. It's going to be a lot of fun out there in Foxborough. But for Wes Reynolds, I'm Femi Benfe. For our producer, Brian Ortega, and the entire crew behind the glass, we wish you all the best of luck. Coming up next, the Greg Peterson Experience here on VCNB Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.